Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cape Time. And we are here to discuss Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And oh my god, I am freaking pumped after that first episode, man. What a ride. Tom, how are you doing, my friend? I'm all right. Just uh, spend quite a week, but uh, you know, this episode was really fun. It was good. It was good. It was a good first episode. I'm very excited for the show. It's nice that it's a six part series instead of a nine part series. So we don't have to deal with uh, with waiting nine weeks. Well, eight weeks because the first two episodes released at once. And uh, yeah, and they're longer episodes, which is nice as well. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped about this series. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I had a few goals for this show, and so far they're accomplishing both. One, after WandaVision, I need straight-up kick-ass action. We got a good amount of that in this first episode, and I don't even think we scratched the surface of that yet. I think we're going to get much more in the later episodes. And two, make me care much more about Sam and Bucky. And so far, they've done excellent So far, so good there. That's where they're doing great. I mean, especially Bucky. Oh, my God. I mean, that yeah, sequence yeah. is so sad. Dude, as when I when I put two and two together that he killed yeah. the dude's son, I was like... I put I put it together immediately. I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, that, was, that really hurt. Because initially, I was like, oh, Bucky made a friend with an old guy. Yeah, I, I then, figured it was like maybe an old veteran that he fought with, maybe. Yeah. I mean, and then yeah. it's like, oh... Because then once you hear he's sad about his son, you immediately put two and two together. You're like, fuck, this is not good. This is not good. He killed his son. And uh, yeah, we didn't, you know, one of the things that we've never gotten to, you know, get into is like, he killed a lot of people under with Hydra. So like, he's got like a whole entire list. And like, remember the line in Civil War, he goes, I remember them all. Mm-hmm. And so he really does remember them all. He's got an entire list of all the kills, and now he's like, he's trying to do better. And like the sequence where, uh, where he like recites the three steps mm-hmm. at, at the therapist. Uh, <laughs> that's too funny. I love that. So, yeah, I, I, I love I love that that aspect. And Sam, Sam's aspects are cool as well. Uh, trying to get this business afloat trying yeah. to get a loan it's kind of crazy how the avengers don't get paid for literally saving i do love year. how they touch on that because i've, I've always wondered it's like how they get their money <laughs> like they don't even get paid they yeah they, like tony throw us a bone here man. <laughs> it's like what the hell i mean sam's got sam's in the military so he's got like yeah he's got he's got a military kind of benefits and salary and all that but still uh yeah, uh, you you save you help save the universe. You deserve a little money. You deserve some money. I'm just saying, especially the ones who are regi- registered with the mm-hmm. Sokovia Accords, because everyone knows who Sam Wilson is. Like, mm-hmm. I can understand why someone like Doctor Strange can't get can't get some cash because like he's too busy. You know, he's not like known necessarily. Like his face isn't known, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the general public has not seen Doctor Strange's face in the, in the universe, but like everyone knows who Tony Stark was, everyone knows who Captain America was, everyone knows who Falcon is. They should be getting paid. Just saying, just saying. I don't know. What about you, buddy? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously they should get paid. And I mean, just the whole dynamic of, you know, he, this guy, Sam, he never asked for much as an Avenger. He's been saving the world and he asked for so little and he's just trying to get this loan to work on his business and he just can't do it. They won't give him it. And it's crazy because it's such a small request, all things considered, that it's it just shows how there really is no special treatment regardless of what you've done. So, you know, I think that's a really great way of showing that and displaying some of the social issues that are going to come up in the show because we've again i think we've only scratched the surface of all this there's going to be so much more in that sense and sam's going to have a lot of struggles man and you 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 can tell already and bucky of course this guy has straight up ptsd and it's not good so i'm very intrigued to see how these two come together what their dynamic is i mean this it's going to be very awesome to see them blossom blossom as friends there i mean i don't know i'm just so into everything so far it's 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 a great show i really haven't had too many issues with it so far but um if i had to guess um the we've only seen the beginning of the action with um the flag smashers i mean that was really an an awesome sequence though i mean you can feel the potential threat they're gonna be so yeah you know flag smashers i'm very excited to see more of uh tom what do you think yeah that's that's it's very interesting i'm not too familiar with them from the comic books so like it's going to be interesting to like actually learn about them and see and kind of compare like what they are in the comic books compared to what you know they're doing with the in the mcu so uh they seem to be very intriguing villains they seem to like they do they're super strong the leader uh I i forgot the leader's name uh if he has a comic book name uh so yeah yeah so like that's a very interesting like going up against someone like with similar strength to like steve rogers and like kind of like a super soldier himself and uh yeah i just they seem to be like the right villains to do a falcon and the winter soldier show with you know like it seems like a good match if that makes sense yeah so I'm, i'm excited about them Sorry, sorry for uh, cutting out for a minute. By the way, that's no, all right. Um, <laughs> I, I had to keep talking. I was like, oh, oh crap, he's gone. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean the Fox, yeah, the Fox Smashers seem really awesome, and um, really, a lot of these villains that we're gonna get in the show, they're gonna be villains that all see themselves as heroes, and that's gonna be the very interesting part of this entire show because they're all gonna feel they're in the right with what they're doing, and that's gonna be what makes this. Sh- show thrive i think the fact that there's going to be a relatable aspect to pretty much everybody in the show honestly to to an extent at least i agree i mean they're all very relatable characters like you said uh it's just yeah i mean uh just this entire show seems to be like it seems to be doing things that like it's it's like answering questions that we've had for like since winter soldier uh, the, the the movie Winter Soldier, you know, we never, the one thing I never noticed is, like, we never really, like, truly got to know Bucky and, like, like his actual history with Hydra and, like, Sam, Sam has a family, Sam has a sister, right? Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's kind of stuff like that where you get to, like, really know everything, like, about these characters 
in a way that you know Steve, in a way that you know Tony, in a way that you know the characters who got their own movies, you know? Because, like, they, they've been side characters in every movie they've been in. Like, there's never been a Falcon movie. There's never been... Well, I mean, Winter Soldier was sort of, you know, but you're just getting... You're getting to know, like, their personalities, too, and you're getting to see, like, Bucky, like, what he does when there's not a big Avengers battle that he has to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what what does Bucky Barnes do now that he's out of Wakanda, right? His best friend's gone, and he's he's got to deal with the fact that he was a brainwashed assassin who killed a bunch of people. And now we have to learn about that. And now we have to learn. Now we now he has to deal with that basically alone because Steve kind of <laughs> left him hanging, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is which is uh kind of uh the the kind kind of a downfall of Steve going back in time. But uh you know we understand why he did I that. I wonder if he's still alive, honestly. I can't yeah, help I, because they kind of left it open ended in the beginning. On like he they said he's gone, but like. It's not a funeral. It's more of like honoring him. Yeah. It, so isn't it, it's never explicitly explicitly stated that he's alive or dead. I feel like he's just trying to get out of the spotlight and he's kind of just on his own somewhere alone. But um, I don't probably know. Just, like just, a, just a guess, like a little. Probably he's got like, like a rural house or something. Just yeah. Chilling. I have a feeling that is where what, what he's up to. I I don't think he's dead. I think he might even. Maybe on this show, but eventually get a couple appearances as Old Man Cap. But, like, that's kind of what I see for him. I, I don't think he's dead yet. But if he is, I wouldn't be necessarily shocked either. But that's just kind of a gut feeling. Because I feel like they they could have made it very clear from the get-go that, you know, he's dead. But they did not. So I found that interesting. Hopefully we get to see more of him because more Chris Evans and never hurts. No, of course. And, uh, you know... Even though Foggy said that kind of debunked the Chris Evans coming back. It means we, nothing. We, we know he's coming back. He probably just, they just, they're not ready to talk about that, especially because they're trying to promote life without Captain America, life without Steve Rogers. So like yes. it would, it would be, it would be the wrong time to announce that he's coming back. Like it, it like you can pick a worse time to say that he's coming back right now. Cause like they're trying to promote Falcon right now. So, uh, you know, and we got we got a roadie cameo, by the way. Yes. And we got to get into like the the meat and potatoes of the story. Sam gives the shield back, mm-hmm. right? And roadie gives him a talk. And I like that conversation. Yeah, and I mean, like he said, like he was referring to an Endgame where he, this he feels like this shield belongs to somebody else, and that's the whole thing. And in the end. This, it's kind of the government saying, without even hit, you know, consulting the him at all. The government basically gave him the finger. Yeah. We have our own cap, then. If you're not going to do it, then better for us. We get to control our own cap, which is exactly what they always wanted. That was the point of Captain America, to be somebody that the government could control to protect the country, not somebody that went on their own and did their own thing, which is exactly what Cap was all about. I mean, that's, Rogers, that's exactly what Civil War was. Steve Rogers went from being like, in the first Avenger, he was all about fighting for the government, fighting for his country, right? Yeah. To do Winter, Soldier, Winter Soldier hits, he's like, uh, he's, and then like you see Civil War, people with agendas, you know, and he's like, and that's why he was so against the, the Accords, because he, he no longer trusts governments 
uh, people with authority. Uh, Captain America is pretty almost like anti-establishment, if that makes sense. Like he doesn't, he's not, he's not a, he's not a government po- pony boy. Uh, oh, not at all. Yeah. So like to see, but you know, the government obviously does not like that, especially a guy whose name is Captain America. So like now we're seeing a mascot Captain America in U.S. agent, and you know he's played by Kurt Russell's son, which is funny because yep. Kurt Russell was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. He has such a weird face. He does. It's so punchable. It's so I mean, like that. And I said to my friend literally last night when we were watching this, like the fact that it's so punchable is so perfect. <laughs> because it's exactly. You're, you're supposed it's, to hate this dude. As soon, I can guarantee you, as soon as they put him in the costume and the costume test, I guarantee you Kevin Feige was like, yep, yep, we, we nailed that one. Because uh, you're going to want to hate this guy. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's kind of the what, I mean, he's the villain. So you're going to want to, you're going to want to hate him. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope to have a vibe though that he's not like I'm trying to think because they kind of in all these trailers are setting him up as like he's a villain but he's not necessarily a huge part of this show seemingly because mm. they've been putting so much more attention on um the flag smashers and zemo and with him they've not really touched on much um, unless they're not doing that because his role is so big that they don't want to tease it too much but that's my guess time, actually who, but at the same time, it's like that's a lot of subplots you're gonna have to go into in these six episodes. I mean, you're talking basically three different sets of villain groups: one being Zemo himself, one being the Flag Smashers, and the other being U.S. agents. So, I mean, that's gonna be very interesting to see how they balance all that out. I mean, it's a lot of crap, but um, I'm, I'm sure they have a, a clear picture. I just don't know what it is quite yet. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna. They have. Two, I think those are like the two main subplots. I mean, the two main plots are like the U.S. agent plot. I think that, I think that's, Fa- I think the U.S. agent plot is more mostly Falcons, if I were to guess. And then, well, like yeah. the, and then like the, but also, uh, but also Falcon is involved with the Flag Smashers because like he, he's got uh, Joaquin on on the job down there, uh, who he's gonna become the next Falcon, uh, which is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe his name is Joaquin. Don't hold me to it. I watched this at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, okay? I feel just, just, and I'm, I'm kind of stupid as well. Don't, don't hold me. Don't hold me to the name, but it, I believe it's Joaquin. But at the same, but like I'm saying, uh, you know, I think Winter Soldier is gonna get really involved with the Flag Smasher stuff, and then like, I think, think Falcon's gonna, you know, I think, I, you get what I'm saying. Falcon versus U.S. Agent. Winter Soldier versus Flag Smashers, but they they will also intertwine as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I Boom. mean, see, but also, also, we forgot to mention at the beginning action sequence. Oh, I believe great. the I believe the soldier that Falcon saves is U.S. agent. Was it? Yes, I believe it is because because I believe that's Wyatt Russell's face <laughs> with the beard and the. I have and to check that, again, maybe. I'm I'm pretty certain it's him, but don't hold don't hold me all the way to it, but hold okay. me most of the way to it. Uh, just I I believe I believe it is him, uh, but that would be pretty dope. Falcon saves him and then they give him like a super soldier serum or some shit. Maybe they were testing. Maybe they maybe they maybe they were testing on him. Whoever took him, uh, I don't know. But you know we're gonna we're gonna see that story unravel, 
and maybe and if I were to guess, the U.S. agent storyline and the uh, Flag Smasher storyline is somehow connected. Uh, I don't think they are two separate storylines. I think there's going to be a point where we realize, oh shit, this is like part of like the same deal going on here. Mm-hmm. Because that's usually how Marvel operates. Yeah. So. I mean, really, with these shows, you need to explore the past of all these characters, I think. And I think that's the main purpose of these shows, to give these characters all this depth. And that's kind of what we had with WandaVision, in part, aside from... Because they do a good job of moving the universe forward while still going into the past to make these characters more interesting. And really, with a character like Sam, you need that, because this isn't just a random character. This is the new Captain America we're going to be Exactly. You really need to have fans understand who he is, what he's been through, and why we should care. Because otherwise, it becomes a very bland character very fast. And so far already, I'm starting to care about this character so much more in just one episode. So I think that by the end of this series, I'm really going to be all in on him. So I'm hoping Marvel does a great job with that because... This is what these shows are about, like I said, and I'm and I couldn't really ask for anything else. To me, that's exactly what the show should be. So good job with Marvel coming to that decision. Yeah, I mean, in the Winter Soldier movie, uh, you you care about uh, Falcon, but uh, yeah, you just, did. You're just, more. you're just getting more. You're just getting more depth. You're yeah. getting more. Yeah, you're just getting so much more in this show. You're learning about his family what he does when he's not you know steve uh, steve sidekick really so like hey what what is falcon doing his free time oh he goes down to new orleans and uh he uh he has a boat and uh, he has a sister and he now he's trying to get a business started and he can't get a loan uh which is hilarious because uh uh he literally just saved the world <laughs> so it's like what uh it's kind of just pretty fucked up only in america could an avenger not get a loan uh for a business uh but yeah it is what it is uh and it just yeah yeah that's basically that's basically what i'm saying uh it's just cool to see um what else is there anything else you want to talk about i mean i'm trying to think because this episode like it it gave us a lot it just it was a lot of setting stuff up rather than the meaty part of the plot so far, which is fine. It's just, that's just the way it starts. It starts off, which I expected. So, um, I don't think there's a ton to talk about, but, um, Bucky had a date. So that was cool. Oh yeah. That was, that was, that was probably like one of my favorite parts of the episode. I was very happy for him. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, but also at the same time, one of the reasons it's one of my favorite parts is because you see that he's like, he's, he's got like this internal struggle where he's like, I wanted I want to go out on this date, but also oh, yeah. like, but like he's getting set off by certain things, you know, and like he's just like he he feels so bad about his past that he can't let it go. And yeah, it's, it's very hard for him to you know date when he when he literally knows what he he did under under Hydra, you know, or it's like I just I'm like this murderer, you know. Of it's course, like, it's just like that's got to be so hard to like forgive yourself and so and i think this is really i think this show is going to be a big redemption story for bucky as well where he's like hey i'm not that i never have been that it was just it was just them that brainwashed me into doing all those terrible things i'm not the man who killed you know hit uh the uh older guy's son you know mm-hmm. i'm the guy that I'm, I'm the guy that saved the world helped save the world i'm just 
I was just in a bad situation, uh, you know, brainwashed. I, it wasn't me making those decisions, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, figuring out his personal life is going to be very rough to watch at first, but I think by the end of it, he's going to be in a very good place, which is what we all want because Bucky deserves it. Like you said, he's been through a lot and it's a big struggle, man. And, and just the scene with his, um, therapist is really cool. I mean, I yeah. really was into that that whole sequence. The three steps. Yeah. Ignored every step. Ignored every ignored. step except the last one. Yep. Hi. I'm Bucky. I'm Bucky. <laughs> My name's just Bucky Barnes. It's just, it's like, that's just, that's too good. And, you know. Every time get, he pulls out the notebook. Oh, no, no, no. Not the notebook. Not the notebook. Like, he goes, oh. no. He's <laughs> no. Just, he's just, he's like, he's, he's like, you're not doing this right now, are you? And it's just like. It's just great. It's just great to see like he, you you don't see too much of Bucky's personality because exactly like, he's been mostly on the run and shit. But like now you get to actually see like, oh, he doesn't enjoy that. He doesn't enjoy. You know, he's not enjoying the therapy right now. But it's it's actually much needed. Uh, you can tell that it actually works well for him, and you can also see that he's not answering Sam's phone calls. Yes. Which is very interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, them being brought together. Because, exactly. Because like, Bucky's having a hard time just, like, having a friendship other than Steve. And, like, but also a question I have is I think Steve might be dead because, you know, why wouldn't Bucky call Steve? You know, That's Steve's true. still around, you know. So it's just I think maybe maybe during – I believe – uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is six months after Endgame, so like, I think, uh, I think Bucky, I think around the d- during those six months, I think Steve might have passed and or it seems here they haven't directly addressed it yet. Yeah. So, you know, also why wouldn't Bucky just live with Steve or something? But it is what it is. Uh, we're gonna find that out. Uh, I don't think Chris Evans has a cameo in the show. I'm just no, no, I don't no. think he does either. No, I don't. I don't think you're gonna see Chris pop up. Although you'll you'll see pictures of him, but you won't see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already saw one giant fucking uh, uh, thing on the on the uh, yeah. stanchion, which pretty cool, pretty cool, I must say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, what else? What else is there in this episode? This was a really good episode. The scene where where Falcon tries to get alone is. It's pretty heartbreaking, well, yeah. but it's also pretty funny because the guy took a took a selfie with him. It's just and like he just broke his heart and like he the the bank guy goes, uh, is it, is it, "Can I get another selfie with the with you doing the wings?" It's like, dude. I mean, dude. did the people, the Avengers, are just pawns that they can that they want to use at their own expense, and that's the reality of it. Yep. They don't really care about their own personal lives. And he's like, "Yo, you know, I, I'd love to help you." I'm like, "Then do it." I mean, <laughs> uh, if there's one guy that like you can make an exception for, exact, it's for it's for any of the Avengers. They those are the one those are the group of people you absolutely need to make an exception for. Do other anything otherwise is absolute bull. So like, come on, come on, uh, just, yeah, just fucking do it. I mean, that's just that's pretty fucked up. It's it, uh, is. it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know. How like I'm trying I'm trying to say something but I'm kind of dumb at the same time but it's just interesting to see like Falcon 
outside of Steve Shadow and as well as Bucky, it's it's interesting to see how they get their lives together post Endgame, post Snap, because you know they're gone for five years as well. It's like they just got back. Their friend's old now, and he's probably dead. And they're they're separated. Bucky won't answer the phone calls. Falcon's mm-hmm. trying to get a business started. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a new I mean, Captain America yeah. in town. There's that's a one lot. Thing I, um, I really love this about the post-Endgame saga so far. They're, they're really diving into the, the issues that have come from this post-Blip world. I mean, they're not, like, ignoring it and just moving on to the next set of no. adventures entirely. They're, they're, like, really deep diving into a lot of the issues that are coming up from this. I mean, we saw... A touch of that in Far From Home. We saw a little bit in WandaVision with Monica Rambo's character. And I think we're going to get even more than both of those combined with this show. And apparent, because, apparently the Flag yeah. Smashers were kind of founded for, after blip, after the blip. Because yeah. people people were like thinking that that they were better off during the blip. Which is exactly. a pretty fucked up way of thinking. But yes. you, uh, what do you expect? They're the bad guys? Uh, that's... They're bad guys, and yep, yep. That there are people in this world that have views such as that, so that's not surprising. Uh, yeah, it's just it's cool. Uh, this is a cool fucking episode. And I understand the complaints about it being slow, but I mean, you got what one really cool action sequence, yeah, and a lot of really great character moments, and a lot that's of great, great and and a really great pickup from where endgame left off and now you're seeing where these people are what they're going through and now <laughs> they're gonna have to come together because there's a lot of shit going down with the flag smashers u.s agent they gave away the shield and i'm so pissed I'm, and that's such a uh-huh. government thing to do if like if that happened in real life i would not be surprised like, yeah like if there was like a real life captain america and all this all those events happen in the real world wouldn't surprise me that our government gave away the shield that quickly, uh, you know. But it's just that's I'm so I'm so excited to see U.S. agent get his face smashed in. That's, yeah, that'll it's, be. It's, nice. it's an incredibly it's an incredibly <laughs> so punchable face. It's incredibly punchable. It's like his. It's the nose. It's the nose. You you can't deny it. It's the nose. You just want to boom. But yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Not for me. I think we kind of covered everything. I mean, I'm looking forward to what they do moving forward. But for now, it's, again, it was a lot of setup. And I think next episode, we're going to dive a little deeper into this plot. And who knows? Maybe we'll finally yeah. get um. This plot's going to move quicker and than talking. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, this show coming after WandaVision is very refreshing. Just because after a show that's so plot-oriented, which is great. I mean, I love it. It's good to get more of that action now in addition yeah. to the plot elements. So it's it's awesome. It's it's the kind of show that should follow on the vision. So it's one of the cooler things about the MCU where you can do you can do something like WandaVision, then you can do something more action oriented like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because there's gonna be a lot of really cool action in this show. Yeah. You can just tell. Absolutely. These, these guys know what they're doing with the with the action. So that that, that pumps me up, man. Uh you know, uh, obviously, I think this is this first episode is probably going to be our shortest episode because there's not too much to talk yeah. about. There's not this isn't we, we haven't gotten into the meaty 
meaty stuff yet. We're go. I think probably episode two, episode three is when you're gonna get some reveals and shit. Uh, and then like, then we can get really in depth. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is only the first episode of a six week, six episode show, and they're pretty lengthy episodes. This one was, I believe, forty no, forty three minutes or something. So we're we're golden, and they're gonna get longer if I were to if I were to guess. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. And now I'm just trying to think. Um, I'm hoping that we get to finally see Bucky and Sam um, reunite in this next episode because they're again their dynamic is what's going to interest me most about this show. I think so. Shit, I have a theory. <laughs> oh, I like theories. Uh, I think the thing that's going to bring Sam and Bucky together is Steve dying. Ooh, that would be good actually. I think that Steve's going to die. They're going to go to the funeral. They're going to meet up. Oh no. I feel like I there's do. not going to be a funeral, though. I don't know. I could or, be like, wrong, or like a kind of a... I, well, when Steve dies, how would anyone know? <laughs> like, is there someone caretaking him? No, but that's my point in part. I don't think... I feel like the public thought from the beginning that he was dead already. And that they were just kind of hiding him out. Well, like, if, you I, I, at, I, if you look I think at uh, the beginning of Far From Home, yeah, you know, like, they, they already thought he was dead. They thought he died. You know, during I the think, Thanos yeah. battle. I believe everybody thought that from the beginning. So I'm going to go with that as a, a just a gut feeling. But again, I have no idea. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Sharon's is staying with him because Sharon is now his granddaughter or niece. Granddaughter? Guess we'll find out. You know, just all oh, goddamn this guy. I just that theory just kind of kind of kind of kind of broke my heart a little bit. Uh, it's like what? Oh no! But yeah, I, I think he's I think he's dead. I think he's dead, and I'm sad now. So uh, yeah, good episode, good start. Uh, if I were to give it a grade, I think I'd give it like a eight. I would say. Yeah, I would go with an eight, eight point five, maybe somewhere in that in that general realm. And I think that the rest of the episodes will be even higher because again, they're gonna get into the meat of the plot, which is what yeah, I'm we need. Give us that meat. Thank you. Uh, wow. Uh, this episode yeah. was sponsored by Nathan's Hot Dogs. Yeah. Uh, give us that meat. Yes. Um, well, for next time, hope we talk, we'll probably be doing um, Snyder Cut Review finally. Very uh, yeah. That. I have uh, a yeah. lot of thoughts. Spoiler so. alert. We liked it. Oh, I liked it. I oh, liked I can't, it. I can't wait to talk about that next, man. And I'm far from a Snyder stand, so if I like it a lot, it will say a lot. Because I did not love Man of Steel, and I and I liked Bat- Batman v Superman. I didn't love it, so. But I will say I loved Snyder Cut, so I am excited to explain why and give all those thoughts very soon. Yep, same here, man. I uh, I like Man of Steel, but I I, I didn't really click with BVS. So we're kind of the inverse there, but. Yeah. Next episode, we're gonna have Larry on, and that's gonna be awesome. I'm so pumped to talk about the movie because we've waited a long time for that one. Yes, we have, man. All right, well, this has been great as always, Tom. But until next time, this has been another great episode of Cape Time. I'll see you next time. See you, everybody. Peace.